And now, live from StarWorldWideNetworks.com, welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and marketing automation master, founder, and CEO of Think, Automate, Grow, Rich Thurman, share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready, set, listen. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Rich? How are you? You know I love you, right? Dude, I know. It's it's like Valentine's month. I know. And one of my favorite months because it's also my birthday month. That's right. Did you know that? Yeah. You didn't even know. You don't even care. Your birthday, I know you don't care. Your birthday is the 27th. <gasps> you do know. I do. Well, I yours is December 27th, so. I know, we're 27th. We're 27th. That's right. Awesome. Okay, so today I'm like in love with the show. We're actually going to be talking about the game of business. Yeah. You get that? I, well, you, we were kind of creating it, you know. A so, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Game, so, lots of fun. It's like the game of life. Fun. Do you remember the game of life? Did you ever play that? It was one of my favorite games, and I would always like, you know, get the little people oh, the and little put kids. them in, in the car. Did you get the twins? Yeah, you get the twins, and then the little, you go over the mountains. Yeah. Loved that game. I love it, too. It's funny, because when I was growing up, people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what my answer was? The driver of a car. No. A mom. Aw. Mm. And you are. I am. Mission you, accomplished. You want to know a secret? What's the secret? I'm Did you want to be a dad? I'm a, I'm a dad. <laughs> But was that what you would answer? Like, you didn't want to be a fireman when you were growing up? Um, you know, I don't really remember. Really? Yeah. What do you say now? Um, I, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I'm, you know, I don't. I don't want to grow up. Oh, I get that. I want to be a kid for, I want to be a Toys R Us kid for the rest of my life. That was a good commercial, too. It was. So who do we got on uh, as guests today? Well, we have someone that I'm not sure if she answered she wanted to be in construction when people asked her when she was growing up, what do you want to be? But I definitely want to know the answer to that. <laughs> we have Shannon. And um, we actually talked a little bit. So when you had 14 or you have 14 years of experience in construction project management and you have five years of manufacturing project manager, I don't even know how that all works. And I'm hoping you can kind of give me insight. Me oh, perfect. So... <laughs> Like, I'm assuming this is a male kind of driven industry because yes. I, I definitely play with Barbies and I was on the other side of that. I did not play with the Legos. I played with Barbies and Legos. I'm sure you did. As did I. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what got yeah. you into the business? Um, it's kind of strange, actually, because my background in my degree is geological and mining engineering. So how I even got to construction is... <laughs> and what got you into that? That's like... Yeah, I loved hiking around and going through Yellowstone Park where I grew up in Montana and the Beartooth Mountains and just like being at 10,000 feet and finding fossils. Like, how did this happen? Mm. It's funny because in college, I remember taking anthropology and I was like, I want to be an anthropologist. And I went home with that. My parents were like, no, go back to school. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not going to work. Yeah, and I found a... Um, 
a person at one of the colleges and I was like, what am I going to do? I can't be a marine biologist and do much with that. And, um, and she said, well, what do you love to do? And I was like, I love geology and I love rocks and I love math. And she was like, we'll be a geological engineer. I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. Mm. Uh, and after finishing college, I actually went to go work for a heavy civil contractor down in Palm Springs mm. and uh, just fell in love with being able to rip open a road and put a new storm drain in and just seeing it all come to life in front of you, really, of, of how our whole ecosystem underground, you know, so our sewers work and our storm drains work and all of that. And, and then uh, started to looking to settle down and went up to Santa Barbara and worked for a general contractor. And he answered in my ad on um, monster.com back in that day. Mm-hmm. And I only got an interview because I lived in Bermuda Dunes, California. Why was that where he was? Or he had he liked never that heard area? of it before. Oh, stood out for him. Yeah, yeah. So, so I started working for a general contractor and learned how to do concrete work and framing and the whole process of it. And I worked on some amazing historical buildings in the Santa Barbara area. Uh, and then when it was time to, to grow my career, I looked to Phoenix to take on the larger projects, which I did. Wow. And you love this. I, I did, yes. You did. I did. <laughs> I still love the industry as, as a whole, but if you think about it, construction, the whole tools to put buildings together hasn't actually changed since the beginning of time. No. You know, if you go over to Bali or any of the other places, they, they still build a door frame header the exact same way. Um, so that part's really cool. The other side is technology-wise. I think our industry is just really lacking, and that's why I went into the manufacturing side. Yeah. So how has that expanded your world? Uh, We're using uh, virtual reality. We're using um, different ways where clients can actually walk through a space before it's even built to sit at their desk and visually see what it's going to lay out as. Mm. And, you know, they can visually see it instead of looking on 2D drawings. So you've actually gone even to the extent of doing talks around this. I have, and yes. your actually, your your audience right now is millennials. Yes. And how has that been a shift for you as far as mindset goes? Like, are you seeing a difference in how they think? I mean, I've I've learned a lot about how they're more community based, and if it's not about we, they they're just not interested. Like, they really see a full difference of what we're creating into the future versus maybe some other mindsets that were just like, okay, how am I going to succeed? Yeah, completely. I mean, I'm a Gen Xer. So coming into it, uh, I thought, well, geez, what are these millennials doing? They're not working very hard, all those different things. But when I really dug into it and what, how each generation grew up and how that affected their work and their life and how they wanted it to balance, it made perfect sense mm-hmm. on why the millennials and the importance to them is their community and their family and their friends. And they still want a career and they want to find success around it. But it's not all based on I need to work nine to five. I got to work eighty hours a week. It's funny. They think they might have seen parents or maybe other loved ones do it, and they're just like, there must be another way. Okay. So our other guest today, actually, is she a millennial, Rich? It, uh, no, I think she's Gen X. Is she on the call? She should be. Valerie, I am. What's I am up, Valerie? Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. And- 
I do have to. I am a millennial, awesome. but I like to. I like to classify myself as a millennial one, and uh, I call the millennials after it's a uh, was it 1990 millennials 2.0. Oh. <laughs> so. And is Hannah 0.20? Hannah, are you 2.0? 2.0. 2.0. Hannah actually joined 5. our team. 5.0. She's a 5.0. Um, Hannah joined our team, so she's actually a part of our fun little Tuesday mornings now, which is great. She's also our photographer today. So, um, But, okay, so, Valerie, you actually did something really interesting that we were actually looking at, and I was really curious to hear about why you did this, but girl hacks. And that was definitely mm-hmm. something that when I started reading more about it, I'm like, okay, not only are you doing, like, some great things with well-being, body image, but sexual harassment and it's something that is talked about, but I don't know if it's always understood as far as how much you can push a woman. And you may even think you're doing something great for her, but like having that voice to say stop was not something I had as a young kid. Like I always wanted to please others. Mm-hmm. And I got into situations that were not in my best interest, but I didn't even know how to vocalize. Like I, I couldn't even say the word mm-hmm. stop because there was this, you know, be nice to others and, you know, respect your adults. But yet when it wasn't feeling right, like, is that the education you're bringing? And I sure hope it is, because I don't know if we have enough of that out here. Absolutely. That is one, one of the components uh, that I will be, you know, that, that we are educating uh, these young women on. And just did a, just did a, t- a quick little study to see um, on Friday, because I have two programs um, going on right now, one in person um, with uh, collaboration with the YMCA down here in El Cajon, San Diego, um, and it's a pilot program that we are testing out called the Why Strong Girls, where we actually have uh, live physical bodies uh, come in every Friday. And, you know, I am, I am in charge of the curriculum. I am creating the curriculum. And uh, we had a test pilot uh, this past Friday on sexual harassment. And, you know, you just, you just talked about it in February. It's the month of love. There's Valentine's Day. Point at your birthday as well. But, you know, the month you know, February's month is of love. So we opened it up with educating the girls on, on the different love languages, just giving them an introduction. Cause mind you, these are, I have a broad spectrum between 12 and 18. So, you know, giving them an introduction, but also I ended the love languages with, with personal touch and open up the conversation about boundaries. And so are you referring back to the book love languages? Cause that's one of my favorite books. I did, yeah, yeah. So the, the I, five, I, the five ways of, of communicating love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, just, just, you know, I'm not giving these girls the five love languages to read, but just giving them the cliff notes of again how they can express love, how they show love, how they receive love, and again, opening up to February, we like to theme out each month, and you know, February is a month of love. So, but there's also a very important conversation to go along with that and that is boundaries and that is respecting ourselves you know number one so that we can set the guidelines for others to respect us as well and have confidence in our voice to express when something is not right doesn't feel right it's not aligned and you know again give them the confidence that they have a voice and there's resources you know if their voice is not being heard so to my surprise um, out of the 13 girls that were that were in attendance on Friday, only, you know, I let into, rewind a little bit, I, re, I let into, you know, 
who knows about the Me Too movement? Because that has been something that's been trending and, you know, in the public eye, social media, television, time's up. Only four out of the 13 girls knew about the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. That and, is and, very and maybe express me. a little bit more about the Me Too because there may be listeners that don't, haven't heard about it. Well, and, and case in point, yes. Uh, so the Me Too movement is, you know, um, was kind of a buildup of what's been going on in Hollywood with uh, the, the leading, I think, believe what producer or mm-hmm. uh, film studio executive who's been, you know, sexually harassing, raping, you know, just doing terrible things to women within uh, the entertainment industry, you know, actresses, well-renowned actresses. And so, um, you know, just over the past few months, what this started in like kind of Octoberish last year, maybe September, when all of it starts to come to a head, where people were vocalizing, you know, this this kind of monster in the closet that's been in Hollywood, um, and it ignited, um, I should say, it resurrected a meet uh, the hashtag Me Too, um, which went viral um, and was basically, you know kind of women coming together and saying, me too, I've been a victim of sexual harassment, I've been a victim of rape, I've been a, a victim of, um, you know, whatever circumstances that, that, that they were cared to share. Uh, I saw some very powerful stories of women sharing me too. And so um, this led into, you know, everyone at the Oscars wearing black mm-hmm. and having a pin saying time's up and some very prominent figures coming together um, within the entertainment industry to, you know, promote gender equality within their space. So, this, you know, it's very multifaceted in terms of the Me Too movement, but primarily it's, it's uniting women and saying, Me Too, you know, this, is ha- this has happened to me, and, you know, it, and also time is up. And, you know, when sharing with these young girls, on Friday, what is, you know, are they aware, you know, are they aware of it? Less than half raised their hand. Well, and it's such an important so place for- to be to, to know that there's other people that have had experiences, like being a mom of, you know, millennials, well, yeah, kind of early millennials. Um, they, um, it's, I, and I have boys, but I know with the girlfriends, like I'm, I'm there to actually just voice my opinion on subjects that may open something for them to open up to themselves and, and to others. Because I think without that relation, it gets, it gets uncomfortable. Like you think you're the only one versus there's other people. I mean, not only do we want to say what happened, but it's there. And if it shares some sort of, you know, gosh, uh, I don't even know how to say it, like strength. You know, it's giving people strength and the ability to just speak up. And that's how we actually relate and feel the comfort of like I'm not alone you know and mm-hmm. I think that's probably the the piece that has it um one curious question I have for you though is where did your boundaries start and it was that something your mom taught you or was there someone in your life that actually because you seem like an amazing strong woman like I got to see some of your uh-huh. Facebook and like not everybody's going to create something like girl hacks like that's that's pretty much you're out there exposed and I know your website's coming up. Like, there's so many questions I have for you. It's insane. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, where did your boundaries start? Thank you. That's a great question. It actually, it's, it's, I'm still learning them, surprisingly, in, in my early 30s. And I should say up to late 20s, um, I didn't have, I, I actually, 
Uh, my mother wasn't around during kind of the, the more crucial parts of my life. I grew up, I mean, I, I, I say one night I prayed for boobs and God gave me a nice rack. And I was so young that I didn't know what to do with them, you know, and, and I didn't, I actually didn't have that, that mother figure um, around. Uh, I say the positive mother figure around, but I actually went to outside sources, my grandmother, my aunt, teachers, um, different programs that I was, I played sports um, to get some awareness, but I was very voluptuous at a young age, but I actually learned a lot of things the hard way. And to learn about boundaries and to learn, um, again, that's, we could go, we, that's a rabbit hole we can, we can dig into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. So that was part of my mission is that, you know, I want to help these young girls build confidence at such an awkward age, mm-hmm. you know, and they may not, they may not have that resource. And I had a girlfriend tell me growing up, if you're reading Cosmo, you're failing, mm. you're going to fail. And why is that? And because if you look at Cosmo, what are they teaching you? They're teaching you to, to objectify your body. They're teaching you, you know, sex tricks, you know, what to do in bed. And, you know, in, in terms of ingraining somebody with self-confidence, nothing well, is and, Cosmo. And not to, love, not to lose, love. you know, Cosmo by any means, because I think there is a, yeah. there's a need for that for some people. But I definitely think that at young age, it can actually become more confusing than it is helpful. Because um, I think there's definitely, you know, times in your life that Cosmo does come in handy, but well, and, having and, that responsibility. Yes, yeah, so for makeup tips and fashion, it's it's absolutely, you know, it's there. There are some some definitely definitely positive to that. When I know Rich but is a term- huge advocate of Cosmo, so oh, yeah. <laughs> I read it all the time. So 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 Valerie, so in. in, in you know, the continuous, you know, discovery of boundaries, you know, I'm still learning my boundaries as well. Um, was there any kind of particular fork in the road that kind of occurred where you kind of like transitioned from the business world over to, oh, this would be a really good idea to work with nonprofit and work with empowerment of young women? Um, it's been something that I've dreamed about that I never knew it was possible to about five years ago. Um, and I, I attended a seminar called the Number One Book System. And from there, I got to learn how you can share your story and build a business around that. And from there, it, it's, it, I would say it's, it's been building up. You know, that, that was the first seed that brought awareness to me that my story is powerful. And it can help a lot of people. And that's, you know, that was part of my mission is I can, if I can help remove a center block from a young girl's path on her, you know, on her way through life, that's, that's what I'm here to do. And you, you, you do that by sharing stories. So that was, I would say, the first seed. And then um, action became prevalent when I took a leadership course called the Self-Expression Leadership Program. Um, and this is about three years ago now. And it's community-focused where you have, you know, you're, you're in this, uh, this leadership program for about four months, and it's around, you know, a community project. How are you enrolling the community? And uh, I had written down, and I just found this notebook uh, last month while I was cleaning out files, kind of laughing to myself. Um, I found my notebook from the first weekend uh, in that course where it is, it's, it's 
everything that is happening today is what I what I have written three years ago. With uh, I wanted to start a Zumbathon because I'm a Zumba instructor as well, or was I haven't been practicing Golden Ten, but uh, so I wanted to have a Zumbathon. I wanted to bring more awareness around you know mental health and just health and wellness and and eating habits and, you know, kind of basically everything. I wanted to bring awareness to everything. So, you know, over the last few years, uh, between just the the grace of God and the universe, um, a partnership came into play with a woman empowerment product called the Total Female Package, um, where, you know, it's a, it's a book. And I actually read this book when I was 27, and it's by a good friend of mine. And... It was created on a 13 reflective mirror system, and through that book, I began. To, uh, you know, if, if you're not familiar with the 13 with the reflective mirror system, you're saying affirmations to yourself in the mirror, and this book is is designed that way, you know, where you're writing down affirmations and you're saying them to yourself, and ultimately by the end of the book, you 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 love yourself whole and complete, and so you know that came into my world in terms of partnering up and launching that. Um, and then it rolled into supporting, you know, some non some, some nonprofits in the area to where it's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I I can definitely take this on and, and launch this myself. Um, and with the community, with the awesome community and support that I have, um, to give girls a resource, a trusted resource to come and a community uh, to come and. Uh, be a part of that they feel safe, they feel secure, they feel heard, and you know, there will be there will be curriculum about you know case in point sexual harassment. There will be curriculum um, around drugs. There will be curriculum around you know uh, body image and different different uh, activities. Ideally, my goal is that you know through this community um, it will lead into a summer camp. For young girls all over the U.S., where girls can come together and you know get out of whatever circumstance they're in. Because when I look at my life, and there's been many forks in the road, um, when I look at my life and you know uh, considering my upbringing and and where things were at, people say, well, what did you do different, or what? And I can say that it was the moments of hope that I got getting out of the current situation that I was in and realizing there was something more to life. So if I can give girls that, again, that's a part of my life's mission. So a pretty long-winded answer to, to well, that I, question. Right? I love it. There's I commend your job. Like that, that is just amazing. Is this something that you see coming to Arizona anytime soon? And I'm throwing it out there with hope. Oh, absolutely. There, There is a woman who I am working with who is who she screens charter school programs. Um, for for the for the air for the state of Arizona, and we're in conversations of of how to bring girl hacks into Arizona, as well as uh, Missouri. And I just got off a phone call with somebody in D.C. Um, so I I'm on a mission. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna throw this out there. Like, if you need more support, I'm here as well. I think what you're up for, and I love the name. I love the mission. I definitely support you. There's definitely a few people that I'd love to connect you with, people that we've had on the show in the past that I think would just embrace this in a big way. 
um, the fact that it's it's been a project in the community just says a lot. And I just commend you for what you're doing. Um, we're going to take a quick break. But when we get back, we're actually going to talk a little bit more about business, actually, the other side of of this coin. Actually, I love the community, but it's it's definitely also numbers and statistics and and what creates the, mm-hmm. the larger game that we actually are a part of. So and we'll uh, be right back. And I also want to know what a girl hack is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you want to double the size of your business? This is actually what we do at Think Automate Grow. With our 73-point automation checklist, you can operate your business with possibilities using proven strategies and automation technology. Download your free 73-point automation checklist at thinkautomategrow.com checklist. Urban Garage Gym is all about shaping and transforming bodies of all ages and health levels. We believe fitness isn't a group sport, and more importantly, that a fitness plan shouldn't fit everyone. Urban Garage Gym, fitness for the individual, one unique body at a time. Are you ready for swimsuit season? Let's face it, we all have those pesky areas that are stubborn to diet and exercise. We have just the solution for you. Introducing the FDA approved Ultra Shape Power for powerful fat burning. The Ultra Shape Power is body contouring at its best at 32% fat reduction. The strongest and most effective body contouring device on the market. Painless, no downtime, and you can see the results in as little as two weeks. Call LifeScape Premier to schedule your free consultation with Noelle, their very own certified laser specialist and national trainer. Call 480-860-5500 or visit www.lifescapepremier.com to learn more. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Rich Thurman. Welcome back. All right, Shannon, I have a question for you. When I was reading your bio, you talked a little bit about um, people in the right places and how that makes them happy and productive. So when you got into the business that you got into, I'm... Like, I can see their happiness in you. So what keeps you in there? Because 14 years or 15 years, mm-hmm. close, um, is no joke to me. Like, that's definitely something that you have to have some commitment with. So what is it that keeps you happy on a regular basis that, you know, keeps you doing what you're doing? Yeah, I would say um, what keeps me happy is uh, <laughs> having the balance between what I got to get done for work versus what is it that I want to go out and create for my life? What is it that I want to go out and do? For instance, like go up to Grand Canyon last weekend and, you know, go hiking with my boyfriend or um, whatever it might be. But you have to have that balance for one to the other. Yeah. And growing and expanding that. How does that something that, I know you've done talks and 
and things like that. Is that something that you think you'll continue doing? And Yeah, I really I want to uh, get into the construction industry a little bit more and just show them how you know we don't have to be out there working 60, 80 hours a week to get the same thing done um, and the collaborative effort that we can have between different subcontractors and different ways to actually build something uh, there's a different way to do it. We don't have to be adversaries. We can actually all work together for the for the same goal. And we can all go home to our families at night with all of our fingers and toes. So that seems like in the industry you might be in, might be a difficult conversation to have. Like, is that even something that's accepted or even like people like believe you or like really, isn't it hours spent? It It is. I even, you know, just being a woman in the industry alone, just walking into a, a job site meeting or something like that. It takes, it takes me a while to quote unquote earn their respect. Do you wear a hard hat? Yeah. You do? Is it I pink? Do. Say yes. No, but oh. I give it to the guys that forget theirs at home. They have to wear the pink one. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I mean, we're all out there to make money. We're all there to have a happy client. So why not all just work together and get it done so that we can all go home at night? Hmm. Yeah. So what's next for you on this? Do you see yourself owning your next construction company or is it something that... You know, are you going more into something else? I'm, I actually have a construction consulting type of business set up. It's Avos. And um, what I do is from homeowners to uh, small businesses to, let's just say, for instance, your hot water heater goes out in your house or you need a new roof. And where do you go to find someone to look that up? You can look at Yelp. You can look at us old schoolers, the yellow pages, things like that. But in the grand scheme of things, you go out and get numbers from contractors, and some might be great and some might not be, but the numbers are going to be all over the place. So I can actually work with people to find out what is the best price and the best person to work with in those types of situations. So is this something locally, or is this something that you can do around the country? I can do it around the country. And how do people find you when they need that service? Um, it's avos.net, A-V-O-S-S.net. And uh, my public speaking website is my name, shannonbow.com. And um, my goal is to get out there and show companies and people how you can have a successful career and be home more with your family and friends. Yeah, it seems like a phenomenon that most people don't even understand still to this day. Although I, the millennials probably get a little bit better. Oh, they're just like, thank you so much for validating what it is that we're about. Yeah. And uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, Hannah's done with her work day in 20 minutes. So, you know, usually we just look at her like, how'd you do it? Yeah. No, we just like, you know, just look at her and say, okay, what are we, what are we doing today? And then she just, She's like, I already know. did it. Yeah. And it's so happy. Like there's a level of happiness that I can see around millennials that's just different. And, and it's probably because they've seen a way of just having peace around what they're doing. It's not the stress that we bring into work, which actually makes it a longer day. I'm sure. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. And, you know, millennials grew up seeing their parents stressed out and long commutes and missing their recitals and parties and things and thinking, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, just like us Gen Xers, we looked at it a lot differently than our parents as well. True. We're so, evolving. Yeah, so it seems like um, from a millennial perspective, it seems like a mixed bag, right? So there's like on one hand, everybody's like, oh, millennials, oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, FML. And then that's a millennial thing, right? And then on the other hand, you know, I've had an amazing experience with millennials. And, you know, Hannah is, is, a, is a great, you know, example of that. I just, I, I'm personally inspired by, she's 20, and she's, like, done more things than I would ever dream of doing. 
and she's super talented, super motivated, and stuff like that. I'm totally talking you up, Hannah. So, um, but she's a millennial, and she's just like in that age group. You know, we you know we want to like just say, oh, blanket all millennials are some way, and out of like. So I'm like a child of the '80s. So I'm not really even a Gen X, right? So I'm a child of the '80s. But we want to like put everybody into one bag, and I think it's pretty accurate from a, like a child of the 80s a gen x gen y but when it comes to millennials it's just like it's a mixed bag so you know either val or or shannon is like what what would you say about you know what it's like being a millennial in this space and in business and just kind of like launching what you're you're out to accomplish start with val great question rich um I don't want to identify as a millennial or put that label on myself because I have a completely different, uh, I would say, just upbringing in life in general. So that kind of outcasted me from the get from the get go. I was the kid. Um, just to kind of give you some context. My mom was very heavily into drugs growing up, so. I was the kid going to school every day, but that's because I knew I had two guaranteed meals, and. Thank God that I actually found uh, a sanctuary within school and books. And so um, from, you know, I've worked since I've been 11 years old. So, you know, to consider myself a millennial, I mean, yes, from the, from the age that I was born in or from the year that I was born in, yes, I'm classified as millennial. But uh, I don't necessarily relate to them. I had a big part in raising my brother and my sister. I sacrificed a lot at a very young age. So, you know, the entitlement aspect of what is broadcasted about millennials, um, you know, again, I don't relate to. Um, I, I do have a, a, a Facebook addiction. Don't we all? <laughs> Where, <laughs> don't we all? I just, I just um, tell everybody, it's like, you know, Facebook is about business. That's why I'm on, it's like, that's. Like, Rich is on Facebook right now. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, and, and so, you know, like, again, from a millennial standpoint, you know, it's, I'm a very uh, focused, uh, I guess, uh, just very focused in, in my mission, which actually I'm getting very, I'm getting schooled every single Friday that I come and interact with these young girls um, because, you know, they're, they are very sweet and kind and really from, a, you know, they're dealing with the, the, the things that they're dealing with at their age um, that technology has given them access to or opened up, you know, it's completely different from the time that I grew up in. So it's actually, um, it's, it's a challenging, lovely growth experience every Friday that, that continues to have me intrigued on the path that I'm in. And again, also motivating uh, me because of my background that, you know, there's a lot of information online. So how do you decipher what's 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 good for you and what's you know what's not? You know, what's just trying to sell you into something. So um, another long-winded answer to that, Rich. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Shannon? Well, uh, what I see is with the millennials, especially, is is um, looking at well, what kind of world events? What kind of world events did we grow up in? Right. So. With millennials, they grew up with 9-11 and terrorism and school shootings. And um, if you look back to the baby boomers, they have Vietnam and, and, um, and 
the civil rights. So all these different things impact us and how we see of work-life balance. And, yeah. and uh, if we actually just take a step aside, if you think millennials like, oh, God, I got to work with them, or if you're like, oh, they love their free spirit, well, sit down and have a conversation with them, find out what it is that they're passionate about, and vice versa, if millennials sit down with other generations and find out what those passions are. It's amazing what can happen within business or personal and all those barriers go away. I like how you said focus, because I think that's definitely something that they have, and it's almost like a hidden gem that they even, at times, don't even realize. But they have a focus of getting whatever they need to get done done, and there's nothing else. And then they want to get to play. Absolutely. So there's, there's that motivation, and yeah, we have a lot of different things going on with social media. They got to grow up with that, and like, it's an, like, I, I, sometimes I can't even understand how to get through a day with as much information as there is now. Yeah, I mean, I was fortunate, or some of us were fortunate to not grow up with the internet, and thank goodness. I know. There was things I didn't need to know at that age. No. How how do we even, like, accomplish? How did we accomplish what we accomplished without the internet? I'm like, holy crap. Think about the maps. Yeah. Well, the maps, I was just thinking about, I had to change the the headlight on my Mazda, (laughs) right? And I'm, like, looking at this thing, and I'm like, I'm going to have to take this whole thing apart. And then I looked up a couple YouTube videos and I'm like oh it's super simple I just watched this guy kind of like do it in like 30 seconds and I'm like crap and then boom <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just crazy what we have access to today and and yeah and personally I'm super inspired by millennials and the aspect of what they have available at their fingertips and really what they can you know choose to focus on and, and really you know enhance and, and fine-tune their talents and the value they bring. Like, there's definitely a new way of seeing things that most people don't even know. Like, I feel like sometimes I have a resistance to the new way. And it's like, no, I did it this way for so many years. <laughs> what do you mean? But there is a simplicity about, you know, trying it a new way and developing your brain to actually, you never know. There could be a, a different aspect that you actually create as well. So it's having that open-minded. And they come with that. It's almost like this really fun, spirited, I mean... Hannah smiles all the time and I'm like just sit near me because it's such a wonderful space to be around and I say that half jokingly but it's definitely something that I lose out sometimes from our own generation like sometimes we're a little grumpy or we're a little set in our ways and to have this I mean when she came on the show a couple of weeks ago her first words like like we want to put on a shirt she's like I'm the one you've been looking for like to have that kind of confidence at at, at this age mm-hmm. I don't like I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, you know what I'm really <laughs> present to right now is um, it's just like, oh, my gosh, it's just like I think millennials really kind of instinctively have that balance thing kind of worked out. Yeah, right? They're asking us, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, why, are you, why chill Most, out? <laughs> they come in, they get they get the stuff done unless they're the entitled kind. Right. Um, but they get the stuff done and then they're like, let's go play. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, you know, I'm like all serious. I'm like, no, we gotta like work ten million hours, and yeah, and then we can play for a week, um, but no, <laughs> or sleep for a week because we're so tired. Well, yeah. that's the week after playing. So, and then really only like work. So, you Valerie's know. laughing at us. Well, that, <laughs> so, so full, full disclosure, Valerie and I have worked together um, on various other projects for like the what? How many years now, Val? Three, three, three years. Three or four? I'm gonna call like you after four. the show. I need some tips. I, I think I think we're going on four actually. Yeah, yeah, we're going on four. Yeah, so I got you, Lisa. Yeah. 
things. Yeah, you guys are gonna see you guys are gonna see each other in uh, um, San Diego at Traffic Conversion oh, Summit. Oh boy! So okay, so that's probably what Girl Hacks all about. Okay, so tell what? us how the word came up because yeah, what, that what is, I know when he said it, I was like, what is oh, a girl right. hack? Girl it's hacks. like, what is a girl hack? Does it's it need like, a hammer? Does, does it? It's just like you know, it's like it's like use cover up. Well, it's like what is a girl hack? Because by the way, just well, I use you need nail so, polish. I I actually use cover up. I have cover up, right? So sometimes I break out. And, so I've learned that. That's a good hack. Oh my Guys God. can do that. Wow. Girl oh, hack. Rich. I mean, no, our imagination just like went crazy this morning. I'm, I'm good. It completely did. It's like MacGyver. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of, I guess it's, I pulled it from the biohacking community. You know, that's, that's, that's also kind of pretty prevalent in the world that, that I'm in. Everyone's trying to biohack, you know, biohack your morning, biohack your food, your water, you know, let's let's optimize and, and get the most of it. Um, and you know, I literally I have a list of maybe 50 domains geared around young girls and you know all these different creative things that I've come up over the years with. And you know, I was looking as I was like getting into this, I was looking for something very simple and that can resonate from 12 year olds to you know 18 year olds and hack. Now everybody wants to know a life hack. Everybody wants to, you know, learn how to, you know, everybody wants a shortcut, you know, even though there's not really a shortcut, you know. So that's what I came up with, Girl Hacks. And, you know, going through and also with the pilot program through the YMCA, you know, one of the, one of the young ladies is like, you know, I want a survival guide on, you know, if I were to get lost in the wilderness. And so I even have that. I have her survival guides. I have, you know, I have a bunch of different domains that, that I've collected over the years geared around this. And for me, I just, um, and I'm also a, a marketer at heart. So I looked up the, the search term and found out that it's also a search term. So that was also some motivation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and securing girl hacks. Um, but, you know, from an overall mission standpoint, you know, it's, you know, let, let's, let's hack life. Let's hack the education system. And I feel like I've had to do that growing up, you know, how to maximize school grants or scholarships or, you know, what's available out there, which is also a resource I want to be able to provide for them. So, you know, how to hack the higher education system, how to hack, you know, relationships with other females, how to hack your, you know, your, your finances, you know, how to budget, you know, so I just thought, you know, let's hack, like, let's hack everything, everything in terms of life and what, what I, what we can share with these young ladies, you know, and, and uh, girl hacks, that's, that's where girl hacks came from. (laughs) I love that. I so so love that right now. So, so let me ask you, what is, what is your most favorite girl hack? Um, my most favorite. I don't know girl if that's hack. a fair question. I, I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Wow. I, I have. I actually have a list. Pull up my top ten. All right. So, so <laughs> take the list and count down five, <laughs> and then what's the sixth one? I know one has to do with nail polish. I know it. Maybe. No. <laughs> what's the What's the hack that's in the middle? Uh, the hack that's in the middle. Girl Hacks books to read, which is number five, actually. Nice. <laughs> What's your top book to read? And 
Uh, my talk book to read uh, for these for these young girls actually would be the Total Female Package. Yep, oh, that was good. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, you told me earlier. I'm like, I want to go get that. I'll get you a copy. Oh, oh sweet. I, I've read it. It's oh, great. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I love that you, know, you read I, it. I mean, but but again, I, I want it to be fun too, not so serious. So you know, timeless versus trendy. You know, let's hack your wardrobe. And you know, as you're growing up, you want to you know. Uh, you want to be aware in terms of consumption. Um, that's also sustainability and, and you know, environmentally conscious. So I'll, I want to ingrain that it's drop that in there too to bring them an awareness. But you know, um, timeless versus what do they say? Timeless versus trendy. You know, like are you going to invest in a timeless piece that will that you'll have in your closet 10, 15 years down the line, or do you just want to go hit? H&M and Forever 21 and, and uh, you know, fill up your closet with junk. <laughs> so you, you need a little junk uh, here and there sometimes. Like two yeah, pieces sometimes. from, well, yeah. It course, comes in handy it just, sometimes. Again, it absolutely does. It all comes in handy. It's just bringing an awareness so that, you know, again, you know, they, they can go through life making healthy choices for themselves. And so... Uh, those are those are I would say uh, also girl hack sales, and yeah, that's where maybe the makeup and the nail polish tricks will come oh. into play. Nice, yeah. So oh. uh, cover up, the, yeah. The cover up. <laughs> how do you how up. do you balance all this? Because it seems like we haven't even gotten into sales strategy with you yet. But like, how do you balance <laughs> it all? Like you've got like you've got a few domains. It seems like you've got this going on. You've got you know, I'm sure family and, you know, love life and, and how does it all balance out? And, I, and that's a question for you too, Shannon. Like, how do you balance it all? Like, that's, that's one of the tricks of life. Like, maybe that's a hack or something. Like, when, when you're looking at everything that's pulling you in so many different ways in, a, in just like one day, how do you center up and how, how does that work for you? That is also a great question. Um, and, you know, I, I believe everyone has a lot on their plate. And if I look at balance, I am so out of proportion, you know, there. So the way that I like to look at it and perceive it is harmony. Do I have harmony in my life? Do I have harmony in my relationship and my love life and my friends and social life? Is there harmony in, you know, in, with my family and my work life? Um, I guess it goes to the saying, if when you love what you're doing, it's not work. And I believe that that's a true testament because I technically work all the time. <laughs> so yeah. um, um, I just had a day off on Sunday after probably about three weeks straight. Mm. Um, and not, but it's not three weeks full. Some of it's very full and intense. But, you know, some are maybe four hours or six hours here. So, you know, it's, again, finding the, the harmony, I believe, for me personally, it's that, you know, am I eating right? Am I making healthy choices for my body? Am I exercising or getting in my daily movement? Am I, am I reading, uh, you know, a minimum of 30 minutes a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, am, I medita- am I meditating? You know, and these are just some core to-dos you know, that I check off, like, am I getting it done? And sometimes yes, sometimes no. I'm not going to make myself wrong for that. It's just, uh, you know, it's just life. 
and I am passionate and love what I'm doing. So none of it really feels like work. I like that. And I like that harmony piece. So let's, Shannon, how's that harmony balance trick yeah, for you? Passionate. I like the passionate and the harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's really just staying present in the moment. And if I catch myself looking at my schedule three, four months out, whatever, then I know that I'm not being present. Yeah. And um, just well, isn't it? Isn't that kind of a, a balance as well? Like knowing what's coming in the future is one thing, but kind of coming back to okay, what do I have to do? today to fulfill on that future that you're creating yeah totally it's uh not living out there as though like oh my gosh i gotta be in 16 different cities in the next two months but like oh where am i today i'm hanging out with you super awesome people and um, (laughs) i know (laughs) and i think the main thing too is uh doing what you say you're gonna do Mm. yeah word right keeping your word word about the word yeah, yeah. What what keeps you accountable on that? Is there anything that you actually put into place to make sure? Because I know as the smart humans we are, there's there's tricky stuff sometimes that gets in the way, and you're like, oh wait, did I really say that, or did mm-hmm. I really hear that? And it's it's easy to slip away. So is there anything that you put into place to make sure that those things are met? A few different things is one, I live out of my calendar. I absolutely live out of it. <laughs> the second thing is, is if I say, um, hey, I'll do this for you, uh, I'll either shoot myself a text or I'll send myself an email. So then I know I have some way to go back and check or put it in my calendar or follow up. Um, yeah, trying to keep it in this brain does not work. Yeah, so. yep. the brain is the <laughs> worst place to put stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm now up to a point where I have like four structures fulfillment so if i have like an appointment i have an alarm that goes off a minute before i got the alarm that goes off when it's supposed to i have one five minutes before and another one 15 minutes before so i'm just like reminding myself to remind myself to remind myself it's crazy what we have to go through (laughs) how about you valerie how do you hack that system i have a physical planner in my hand i have uh, calendars on my computer and i set myself reminders um, and, you know, that's, that's also, I think, where the boundaries come in, too. You know, you do I say no as much as I say yes? And, you know, am I fully honoring, you know, everything that I have going on, um, you know, when looking at new projects or looking at new collaborations? And it's, uh, it's something that I've, that I've learned over the last, I'd say, just a year, really, um, being able to, to confidently say, you know, as much as this looks great and it's shiny and <laughs> awesome, no, <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth for that. And uh, I literally just went back to a physical hands-on planner um, this last year to, you know, to write it down. <laughs> so I live by those. I yeah, yeah, I love my writing. I actually mm-hmm. have a girl hack oh. around all of this. Oh. We're listening. Yeah. And, and, and yes. basically what you do is you outsource it and you hire a lovely millennial to manage your schedule. <laughs> and then she just tells you what, what you're supposed to do. As long as, as long as you're okay with having somebody tell you what to do, it works perfectly. That's a different, that's another conversation. Yeah, that, I, I'm like quiet on that one too. I'm like, mm, I don't know if you want to get into telling me what to do. Yeah. That might be yeah. trouble altogether. <laughs> but, you know, if it works for you, that's to- good. Totally that's works. Good. All right. So how do you, I, I, I noticed the website isn't up yet, Valerie. So when is that launching? Mm-hmm. And 
what's the easiest way to contact you? I mean, is there a Facebook page? Is that coming soon as well? Is there group pages? Like if there's girls that I knew, you know, would just love this program or want to be a part of this program, what's the best way to reach you? All of that, all of that is coming soon. I would say just go to my Facebook, my, my personal Facebook page, Valerie Wiedemontis, and connect with me on there, Girl Hacks. Uh, all of that will be live and up. Uh, my goal is in the next two weeks. Wow. So I actually have a, I actually have a call with, with, uh, with the lovely Sherry tomorrow, who's helping me uh, design and bring up my website tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So um, looking to wrap that up as soon as possible, actually. So but maybe the company personally. The hack might be up for my birthday. That's in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. Ooh, that'd be awesome. My my goal personally is to have it up before traffic and conversion. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and I get to meet um, you then. That's going to be awesome. Yes. All right. You can yes. tell me everything you need to know about Rich. Mm, it's the no. book I'm writing. A- absolutely. <laughs> the tell-all. <laughs> All you need to know about Rich. How I think to, it's a great name. How to get rich. How to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. How to get rich. All you How need to, to know. How to get rich. Yeah. How to <laughs> hack the system. The manual. Uh, the five simple steps. Yes. <laughs> hey, Valley, I think I need your help on this one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll even get Hannah. She's twinkling. Her eyes are twinkling, but they always twinkle. So she's in too. Yeah. She'll write a song about it. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay, so any any nuggets you want to leave us with? We have two more minutes. Um, Shan, anything you want to leave us with or... Any inspiration? I mean, I'm, I'm big on the impact that we're creating here. I can see it already. So is there anything that you want to leave our audience with? I would say, you know, get out there and um, and even just look at other inspirational people for um, millennials that have, have changed. I mean, there's NFL players that have left the NFL and went and started farms and all sorts of uh, amazing, amazing things that the people are doing out there. And, um, you know, just follow your passion. Yeah. yeah awesome. How about you, Val? Oh. Uh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I would I would add to that and and say don't be attached to what it's going to look like because you never know uh, what opportunity is going to come your way and how that's going to look. And if you're fixated on it must be this way, who knows what's going to pass you by along along your path. So be open, um, be in servant leadership, and follow your heart. And oh, I can great. say you 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 can't go wrong with that. Oh, it's a beautiful ending to our segment. It's a pleasure meeting you both, and I look forward to meeting you in person, Valerie, coming soon. And, yeah, just keep your heart open. I think it's a beautiful way to live life. See you next week. Awesome. See you next week. Thank you.